0: Uh, starts with Ryan, Ryan Pace, uh, our general manager, and it just goes. I mean, it, it filters to everybody. It's it, uh, we're in a great, great uh, spot right now. We know we got a lot of work to go, but it's, it's been a fun process. So what do you remember about your time as an intern and, a, and then moving up as a coach here, and, and even your one, play, one day playing here as, a, as your time in Philadelphia? Yeah, that was a, that was a roller coaster of a day. I got uh, Coach Reed brought me in and asked me uh if I had an agent if I was in shape and if I knew the playbook and and so from that day they gave me that that practice and then uh Tom Hector tapped me on my shoulder and told me I got to go back in and put the shorts on and get back to coaching so I was I went from an ultimate high to an ultimate low but <laughs> it's just how life goes and, and uh, everything happens for a reason it was a crazy day did you think uh did you think that something could actually you know come of it if yeah, I thought it. I was going to be a starter in the NFL for like the next eight years, but it never happened. <laughs> hey, Matt, um, your offensive line coach is from this area. Harry Heastan, can you talk about what how he's helped with that uh, that position and uh, how big a help he has been? Yeah, you know my offense, my defensive coordinator is too. So we got a couple uh, East Stroudsburg guys. So uh, no, he's been great. He's uh, he's. A guy that again he's a teacher he knows how to teach um i know that that you know doug doug has that there uh with coach stoutland and and uh so these guys they they know how to teach and reach these these young players and these kids are so young coming into the game and and i just love that he's a positive guy but yet he's hard when he needs to and um he's just he's completely blue collar and, and does things the right way and we're lucky to have him and what he did what he did at notre dame did that i mean was that one of the reasons you decided to go after him That's not the only reason. I mean, I respected what he was doing there, but you always talk to people. And in this business, as in anything, it's all about relationships and people that you trust and and referrals and recommendations. And uh, I just – yeah, anybody that you ever talk to that talks about Coach Easton, they have nothing but great things to say about him. Matt, what was your approach with Mitchell Trubisky and what kind of progress have you seen this year? uh he he's uh my approach with him coming into this year this year was just for him to know that it's going to take a little time we're going to learn together uh i'm going to learn how he plays and he'll learn how i coach and um and and so there's going to be some rough patches and we went through those and there'll be plenty plenty ahead of us here in the future but uh he's done a great job job at handling everything um he's he's harder on himself than anybody and and we appreciate that but yeah we want him to let him know that we're we want to, um, you know, help him look at the next play mentality, and he's done a great. I think that's been probably his biggest improvement this year is just the next play mentality. Hey, Coach. On Monday, you were talking about when you were talking about your connectivity to Doug Peterson. You mentioned how you remember watching tape of Nick Foles back in your early days on the Eagles coaching staff, and you know to see how you guys drafted him and to see how you you know came about to reconnect with him in Kansas City, and to see what Foles became this past calendar year. How does it feel to know that you played a part in that? Well, it's awesome. And it, it, it just, uh, it goes to show like the experiences that you get throughout this business. Um, you know, we're, we're so, we're so judged, even as coaches uh, on the players that you think are going to pan out and play well and, and, and do good things in this league. And you don't hit on all of them. But again, I can remember going back to the exact day that, that me, Doug and, and coach Ree were together and just looking at, at film on them. And, and now to go full circle, here we are. You know, however many years—seven, eight years later—and to, to see the careers and the—I mean, it was a roller coaster for Nick too. I mean, he he hit a low, and for us to, to be able to be there for him and be a part of that, and and now uh, to see where where he's come from and what he's done. But he's, as you guys know, I mean, he's he's as good of a person as there is, and you appreciate that. Matt, what do you remember about about that scene um, and what you guys were saying as you were going over the over the film of Nick? Well, I can remember. Uh, uh, Coach, Coach Reed was uh, Doug and I were we were looking at at uh, some quarterbacks. It was, it was early in the morning. We were in Doug's office looking at some quarterbacks, and I'm not going to say who, but we were looking at at a couple. And Coach Reed, you know, he he uh, he walked on in and and uh, told, told Doug because Doug was at the time getting ready to go look at some guys. He said, "Go ahead and uh, divert your flight to Arizona. You're going to go see this this Nick Foles kid." And and that's what uh, that's what happened. And you can see you know where it went from there. Matt, you and Doug are, are, are part of a pretty impressive coaching tree from Andy. Uh, what did you learn the, the, when you think of, of, of your time with Andy? What did you learn from him that, that most prepared you for this opportunity? So Coach is a guy that is persistent with details. He's not a guy that just he talks about it every now and then. And then, you know, he, I mean, he, he is he 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 teaches you. Um, even as a coach, I think one of the biggest things that I'm learning here my first year is that he taught me things, um, indirectly without me even knowing that he was teaching me something. And so what happens is, is I just kind of instinctively went back to knowing, oh yeah, you know, this is how I need to do it. Or, oh yeah, this is what I should do. And it's not one of those deals that I, I just went and wrote it down and said, okay, when I get an opportunity, I'm going to do this. It just, because you're trained under him you're you're you know how to handle certain situations whatever it is off the field problems on the field problems any issues with with anybody and I think that's coach's greatest uh, attribute that sometimes gets overlooked is the fact that whatever it is any situation he's great at handling uh, whether it's a really good situation he knows how to handle that or whether it's a tough situation he, he he knows how to handle that with everybody and so he can just he deals with so many different personalities, and he's a master at all those. Hey, Matt, in last week's game, why did you play your starters throughout the game, even when the Rams built the lead? And did you consider who the opponent would be the following week? No, the the, the opponent deal, your second part of the question, uh, there was just too many scenarios of what ifs and this this team and that team, and meaning, you know, whether it's an offensive thing, a defensive thing, a special teams thing, a coach thing, none of that. We just, we, we're... It's so easy to coach when you when you coach to win, and when you start getting into all these other variables of you want to do this and do, then your guys aren't gonna aren't gonna play because there's reservations and how they're doing it, and we weren't gonna do that, and so uh, that that's the approach we took, and it got a little uh, in the fourth quarter is probably when it was the most difficult as far as decision making goes, just because there is that balance of okay you have a 14 point lead, there's seven minutes to go, uh, our defense has done a great job all 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 game of uh, of you know, of doing you know shutting them down on offense, but yet there's that fine line of what if you get a guy hurt now now all of a sudden you didn't need it, well you did it so i I like how we handled it, and it wasn't just one person, it was everybody and and I feel like uh, it prepared me for if I ever get in that situation again. Hey, Matt. Matt, Matt, can you describe what you've seen in the development of the Eagles running game over the past few weeks or whatever you've watched on tape of them? yeah, I, I think. Uh, that those that, that deuce and doug and everybody there has done a good job it, it doesn't really matter um who you have or who they have they just put in the next guy and and give that guy an opportunity to, to carry the ball and and uh and, and get positive runs whether it's an rpo or whether it's a you know a ground and pound type type run um, and, and so that just speaks volumes of, of who those guys are as coaches and it doesn't surprise me at all what is it what has jumped out at you, Matt, as you watch the Eagles' defense? They're, uh everyone always talks about, uh, you know, the, the front four. You know that the, they're dominant. They're, they're, uh, you know, those. First of all, with, with uh, Brandon and, and with Fletcher, I know them both personally from being there when, when we drafted them. Uh, and, and then, uh, you know, you put the other, the, the other guys on the defense together, and I think that uh, that Coach Schwartz does a really good job schematically. Of just letting, you know, letting his players uh, really magnify their strengths that they have, uh, and in any weaknesses, I think he does a great job at, at making sure that the, that the players are protected and by, by scheming on them. And so um, they that front four now, I mean, they're they're getting after you. They get pressure on you without blitzing, and then when they do blitz, it's even it's even more difficult. So uh, you know, just lots of respect for for the players and lots of respect for Coach Schwartz how he does things. I think he has a great defensive scheme. Hey Matt. Hey Matt. Uh, this is Kevin Treslini, by the way. Do you do you feel hey, Tubby? Jeff. How you doing? Uh, do you, do you feel Tubby Raymond's influence at all uh, these days uh, as a coach? And it, are are there any wing t wrinkles in what you guys are doing? Well, um, there there's a couple here or there that you see. I think uh, you know it, it's. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I like the wing tee stuff. I didn't really do a whole lot of it when I was at Delaware just because I was too too slow. So we tried to throw the ball, but it is good stuff. And I think with Coach Raymond, uh, I think more than anything, he just gives you an ability to, to uh, again, let you play fast by not doing a whole lot and, and, and just being good at the techniques of stuff. I mean, that's the one biggest thing I take away from Coach Raymond was we just did the same stuff over and over every, every, uh, every day, every week. Hey man, if I could take you back uh, to that one day as, as an Eagles coach again, from what I recall, it was a two-minute drill day. Is that correct? And uh, and how'd ha- you do? You know, uh, talk about the pick I threw. I mean, yeah, but I <laughs> apparently, you, you drove him down pretty quickly, and, you, and Doug even said maybe you, you you checked to a Q9. Yeah, I checked the Q9, but listen, we didn't have Q. So so uh, at that time. Mike McGlynn and a couple of the the guys on the line. They looked. I, I went Q nine, Q nine, and, and at, we only went Q eight at the time to the right, <laughs> and so they looked back at me like, "What in the hell are you saying?" But uh, it's Q nine. We're going to the left, and so we did it, and it kind of shocked them. And that, was a little, that was a little funny. Funny uh, story to that 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 day. If I also recall, you, you you actually went ahead and bought a bunch of tickets for family and, and friends, and yeah. and we're a little dis- was a little disappointed. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. They were. I mean, we were going to have like. 200, 300 uh, people from from uh, you know Eastern PA and from Lancaster, they were fired up. They were ready. they already had like homemade jerseys ready to go. And I mean, <laughs> it was it was awesome. And then and then th- then the, the NFL nixed it, and then I was like crushed. So I had to rebound. And then uh, but you know what? It's probably probably good that it happened because it, it made Coach know who I was, and and uh, we've kind of started our relationship getting close after that. And, Matt, what's your uh, your best Doug Peterson story? I got a lot, man. I can't be I got so many Doug Peterson stories. Uh but it's it, he's such a you know, the it usually most of it is when I think of Doug is is either golf, you know, of us being out there golfing or the probably just him being able to uh, uh at nighttime when we're drawing cards and we're it's like nine, ten o'clock at night, we take a little breather and we go downstairs to the cafeteria there at the Novocare and uh and he'd always destroy the, the vanilla soft cream, soft ice cream server. He'd fill that bad boy up and then put a bunch of rainbow sprinkles on top of it and, and just devour it. So that's, that's, uh, you know, he, he can, he can crush food. <laughs> you guys must have developed a pretty tight relationship. I mean, you were connected, um, you know, for many years and it seemed like every time he went, you know, got elevated, you were in that, that spot right behind him. Yeah, it was. And it, that's, to me, that, that's been pretty cool, you know, I, uh, for, to come in as an assistant uh, when Doug was a QC, and then to keep following him, and it just goes to show too uh, how Coach Reed does things. He 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 builds from the ground up. He builds organically, and I love that about Coach. I think that uh, he tries to teach his his people that come in, no matter where you start. He wants to teach you how to do it, and then when and then groom you to be able to to be able to take advantage of these opportunities that Doug and I both have, and. And I believe in that. And, and it's it's Coach Reed. It starts there. He trusts you as a person. You build loyalty through him. And uh, and then he takes care of you. And that's what he did to both Doug and I. And now we're trying to do that and, and pay guys back by uh, by doing the same type of thing. To follow up on that, how, then how significant is it for you that your first playoff experience as an NFL head coach is against a good pal like Doug, who you have a tremendous history with, and is also against a team uh, that you 're very familiar with because of, of being from Lancaster and working for the team and so on and so forth yeah it is ironic i I, I agree with that uh, but it, it makes it it makes it neat just because uh, obviously whether you talk about the schematically with the offenses um, or you talk about just the relationship that that uh, Doug and I have had together working under coach um, it, it is it's ironic there's without a doubt it's ironic and then being from from Pennsylvania, my entire life, and and all of the Philadelphia Eagles fans, and uh, my phone, you know, was was blowing up after uh, after our win in Minnesota, and it's all I know. All it's, it's all in uh, in good fun, and I know how passionate the, the Eagles fans are, and uh, it'll it'll be a fun day, and and we're going to both compete our tails off uh, as coaches, but in the end, it will be a great hug and handshake and a uh, and a respect factor. Hey Matt, hey, Matt uh, I know I know how much you enjoyed uh, calling Bilal Nichols. Uh, to tell him that you, you guys have drafted him last spring how has he lived up to what you guys uh, saw in him and what has been uh, his value to the team as a rookie? yeah he's he's uh I'll tell you what he's been very very impressive uh, he's extremely mature for his age and the way he's come in here and handled the situation learning from guys like akeem Hicks uh, and Eddie Goldman on how to play the position and how to be a pro uh, he's he's uh, he's just all business and I love that about him. He's growing every week. He's 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 uh, not making the same mistake twice. He's a great kid, and I think that I think we got an absolute steal with him. Now you mentioned uh, watching Nick Foles way back when he was in college. Uh, what popped out about him back then, and do you still see some of those things when you watch him today? You could tell he was he's a massive individual. So when, when I say that, I mean he. You could tell long arms, huge hands, big feet. You know, can hose the ball, can throw it. You know, however far he wants to throw it. He can see over the pocket. Um, you know, he's sneaky athletic. You, you can sit there and say he doesn't have a fast switch muscle in his body, but he's like, he's very, he, he knows how to, uh, uh, he knows how to break tackles. He knows he's very, very instinctual. And, and I say that fast switch muscle part with tongue in cheek because he's a, you know, he, he's an uh, unbelievable athlete and probably the best basketball player on the team. But uh, but he you can just see that and you feel it and and you, you saw right away that uh, they did a lot of gun you know there when he was at Arizona and, and ball out quick but yeah he learned things right away. Matt, how, how much does uh, how much does momentum mean going into the playoffs? Like you know the Eagles obviously won five out of six. You guys nine out of ten. I mean, does it matter? Um, you can it, it's it helps out as a coach just because your guys, you know, it's, it's uh you're winning and that's, that's what you want to do. Uh, it, it all depends. I think how the season was going for you uh, and then how, how you, everybody always talks about, you want to be hitting, hitting your peak towards the end of the season. And that's obviously what Philadelphia is doing. Uh, and Doug's done a great job of keeping those guys going and, and uh, done an amazing job of getting them in. So, uh, you, you definitely want to be doing that and not be on any type of losing streak and sneak, you know, and just backdoor on your way in. So uh, I think both of us are in good spots right now. Both teams feel confident, and it'll be a good game. Matt, how has Trey Burton handled uh, having a starting role and a pretty big role in your offense? He's done a great job. Uh, you never know how that's going to go. Uh, you know, in Kansas City, we had, with, with Travis Kelsey, you're looking at a guy that – was on the field for about 85 to 92 percent of the offensive snaps of the season, whereas Trey in Philadelphia was more in that 30 percent range. Mm-hmm. So bringing him here to to give him a lot more snaps was going to be the biggest uh, question: was how could he handle it? And he's completely um, exceeded expectations with that. He's done everything that we've asked of him. Uh, I mean, he, he's just he's. I talk to a lot of people about him, to, you know, and you hear about how great of a person he is, a player, et cetera, But he's he's been that and more, and we're, we're really lucky to have him. And Matt, as you've looked at at Cohen throughout the year, have have you looked at, at the way Sproles has been used throughout his career and and tried to at least model that or emulate that yeah. in any way? Yeah, there's been there's been uh, I think that's a great um, analogy for him. Uh, there, there's several guys throughout this league. And they're, they all have a little bit of their own twist to each other, but that's a good uh, comparison uh, for for Tariq. He's he's uh, I don't know Darren personally. Uh, I just know people that have played with him and coaches and players and speak the world of them. Uh, and and uh, but no, they're they're similar. Those guys are are fun to have because they can run the ball between the tackles, but they can go out and run pass routes too.